podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Foley. Danny! That's my name. Yes. Caveman Danny. Nailed it. I'm, re- I'm getting even better at intros after all this time, you know? I guess. You know what I've done this week? What did you do this week? I've listened to a whole bunch of Elvis Presley. Did you? Yeah, and you know, it makes me think. All of those songs that he has about racial equality and, you know, brother, we're all brothers and sisters, you know, we're all friends. Let's all get along. Do you think it's because he felt guilty for stealing the black man's music and getting rich off of it? No, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, no, just these are uh, the things that keep me up at night. <laughs> Was he a good person or did he feel guilty? Um, Like, uh, If I Can Dream. Good song, but is it white guilt? What the fuck, Dan? <laughs> it's not <laughs> a long like, week, man. What the actual fuck? <laughs> this week we're obviously talking about Iron Fist. Yes! So I figured I'd start out the show. Being confusing as fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting deep, man. No, the they, actual hell. I don't know, man. I shouldn't have Spotify. I don't deserve it. <laughs> it raises too many questions. Spotify raises too many questions. <laughs> you, you, you heard it here, folks. Well, I heard somebody say Elvis. I was like, I never gave him a chance. So I got it on his Spotify page, and it turns out an orchestra took two of his albums worth of songs and you know made them really epic and sweeping with a full blown orchestra behind them. And some of them are fucking badass. And then once you listen to him a couple times, you're like, was he racist? Maybe he was racist. Okay. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he died a good man, fat and on a toilet. Surrounded by pills. Well, and peanut butter banana sandwiches. Yes. Which, to be fair. We're filled with pills. Pretty fucking awesome. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. You're a I'm monster. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just saying Suspicious Minds is a great song. You put an orchestra behind it, even better song. Mad Magazine raised me. I apologize. You're a monster. <laughs> hey, it's... The truth. If you just ruin hunk of love for me, I'm going to be pretty pissed off. Don't you spit that beer out. I won't. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah. All right, so yes, we are actually talking about Iron Fist, Danny Rand. Danny Rand. Yes. Yeah, I, I would say you walked in the house. I was like, I didn't do any research. You're like, oh, big shock. And uh, <laughs> and then I realized I don't even know Iron Fist's real name. I know jack shit about Iron Fist, so I'm pretty much going to be an audience member this week. Like, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Hopefully you, one, aren't on the internet the entire time. Part of the time, okay. I X'd out of the page already. Okay. So. Uh, two, um, are able to help me bring the funny because a lot of this information is a little dry, but I find very interesting, and hopefully some of our audience will too, because we are, are going to go over a bit of the publication of Iron Fist as a character throughout the Marvel Universe. I'm already bored. Uh, which is why I'm <laughs> glad you're here. Oh, yeah. So Son I can randomly bring up Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's avoid the hunk of hunk of burning love. And well, uh... <laughs> well, I got excited because like, they put an Essentials of Punk Rock playlist on there. They think the Essentials of Punk are fucking Blink-182 and some 41. So I was like, fuck this. What do I believe in anymore? <laughs> Elvis Presley. There you go. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's not bad. Turns out that dude, like, I always thought he was just a schmuck. And I don't mean to keep bringing it up, but that dude could belt if he wanted to. Oh, yeah. He could really use his voice. Thank you, Robert. I can't bring up music on the show. I forget. That's my fault. Christmas. Your facial expressions are freaking me out. It's like a weird twitch, almost. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Thank you. This is my fault. I blame myself. <laughs> oh, you, you totally should. <laughs> hey, don't you spit out that Mountain Dew. It's good. <laughs> what happened? You're drinking beer. I'm drinking a Mountain Dew. I don't even drink pop. This is the only <laughs> thing in the house that didn't have alcohol in it besides milk. Yeah, because you woke up like an hour ago, and so for you, it's still morning. Uh, two hours ago at this point. 
I showered, so if if you've showered, it's safe to drink. That's what I always say. Oh, oops. I shouldn't be drinking yet. <laughs> <laughs> I should have drank for the last three years, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Iron Fist. Iron That's Fist. That's what we're talking about. Uh, the character is a practitioner of martial arts and the wielder of a mystical force known as the Iron Fist, which I'll be getting into later. Okay. Um, this power allows him to summon and focus his chi. Wait, very broadened. To that, uh, he like can... Like your life force is what yeah, she is. He, I'm he, sure everybody knows that. He can this. bring it all into his fists for enormous punches, basically, and in, in vulnerability. Uh, and he can heal super fast if he focuses his chi. Oh, really? So it's kind of like a healing factor on demand. Healing factor and super strength. Okay. Mixed with his own personal martial arts. Basically, what it does is all of his senses are heightened through okay. focus. That makes sense. Yeah. Roy Thomas, the creator and or the co-creator and writer, wrote that he and artist and co-creator Gil Kane had quote started Iron Fist because I'd seen my first kung fu movie even before Bruce Lee even before Bruce Lee one came out, and it had a thing called the Ceremony of the Iron Fist in it. I thought that was a good name and we already had master of Kung Fu going, but I thought maybe a superhero called iron fist, even though we had iron man would be a good idea. Publisher Stan Lee liked the name. So I got a hold of Gil and he brought me in his amazing man influences and we designed the character together. Okay. Now what do you think about the look, the original look of iron fist? Uh, Remind me what the original one is. Is that the green bright with yellow? the open chest and the bright yellow mask with the yellow fins that came off the side, it, like the collar? It definitely was from taken. How do I phrase this? It took hints from Asian culture in order to bring this suit together. Uh huh. It's still fugly. <laughs> name an, name an old uh, Spider Man. Aside from Spider-Man. Don't need to. You said one. Spider-Man. Say Spider-Man like dumb, Robert. Say it. Never. All right. Who won? Okay. Hey, <laughs> name another besides Spider-Man. That didn't look stupid? Yeah. The Fantastic Four. Oh, no. They're... They still look the exact same. Yeah, they still look stupid. You think so? Yeah. I've never liked the look of the Fantastic Four. That's just you. Wolverine's original look wasn't that bad. He did have whiskers. He had whiskers. Scratch yeah. that one. He looked dumb. Uh, the original X-Men. I actually like the old suits. The original suits where like, Beast was just a... A big man with no shoes on? The, the the blue and slightly lighter blue spandex? <laughs> there was some yellow in there. That was their belt, their yellow belt. There was some yellow in there. <laughs> and I, actually, I, I really liked uh, Cyclops' original look, where he actually had the full mask. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I like what they became. I'm just saying there are some that didn't look <laughs> stupid. He's not one of them. I, I like what they became like right before, and this is the 90s kid in me, right before the cartoon mm. came out. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm, the, the growth of the X-Men was definitely the best thing that could have happened with Wolverine and then Nightcrawler Beast uh, evolving more than what he is. Uh, and the eventual Mary Jane going away forever, uh, quote unquote. It, I, I, and I realize the look is of its time as well because this is the 70s. Oh, very much But so. so is Luke Cage's. And that makes it... More acceptable for Luke Cage. Like, I like that look on Luke Cage, because he looks so 70s. Like, they didn't pull any punches. He is the fucking 70s. He still says stuff. Like, I was reading <laughs> comics today, uh, getting ready for this, and there's some stuff that are in his comics that make me go, really? <laughs> Sweet Christmas. 
Sweet Christmas? Really? He said something about a knick-knack paddywhack and mixed it into a, uh, mixed it into some metaphor. I don't know. I don't know, man. He's always been one funky dude. Power Man has some of the weirdest phrases. (laughs) So he just never really get out of the 70s? No. Even when he was bald, angry Power Man? He's still bald, angry Power Man. Still saying (laughs) knick-knack paddywhack? Still saying knick-knack paddywhack. Okay. Huh. I was saying, yeah, the 70s look doesn't really hold for him. Like, his newer looks I like. Uh, but I was talking to my brother about this episode, and he's like, man, I hate his mask. <laughs> my brother hates his mask. Yeah. He's like, it's like um, Wesley from The Princess Bride. <laughs> okay. That's a cool look. That's what I said! <laughs> <laughs> we know that's a cool look. Yeah. He didn't agree. Yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on the appearance, because it's changed quite a bit. And I actually like the way he looks now. But man, he used to look pretty dumb. <laughs> a lot of characters did. That's what he said, but I don't know. Even Spider-Man had webbings under his armpits. What's wrong with that? What's the fucking point of that? It didn't get, let, allow him to glide. It helps. It did not. You try it. <laughs> I can prove that without trying. Uh, <laughs> I'd prefer to see you try, though. I'm sure you would. Uh, <laughs> the character was first debuted and stayed in Marvel premiere for a while, uh, issues 15 to 25, and was given a couple of different writers in that short time, as well as different artists. Uh, so these guys just kind of threw the character out there, like, we really want this in the comic books, and then let people kind of play around with it. Then, kind huh? of. That's interesting. Um, after this run, he received his own solo series, aptly titled Iron Fist. Uh, the comic ran 15 issues that ran from no- November of 75 to September of 77. The solo series was written by Chris Claremont and penciled by John Byrne. Okay. It seems like almost immediately went into his... Uh... Tag team comic book, as I like to put it. Uh, Well, the character was coming close to cancellation. To prevent this, Marvel paired Iron Fist with another character who is no longer popular enough to sustain his own series, Luke Cage. And that's a formula that should should not work. Uh, A white man that's definitely (laughs) in the place of where an Asian man would and a black angry man? I didn't mean that. I meant, like, if you, like, wait, (laughs) neither of these guys are selling. Let's put these non-selling entities together. And Ivory. Uh, no, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> not what I was saying at all. Um, uh, you, I, uh, I hate you, Robert. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be because friends? Because of this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, uh, taking two low-selling guys, we're going to put them together. That way, the same people not buying their books will keep, keep just not buying their books. It seems like a formula that they shouldn't work. Eh. But it kind of did. Yeah, I know. That's what I was getting at until you started making it weird and singing. <laughs> the, the two characters were partnered in a three-part uh, story in Cage's series, Power Man number 48 to 50. The title of the series changed to Power Man and Iron Fist with issue 50 in April of 1978. Mm-hmm. Iron Fist co-starred in the series until the final issue, number 125, in September of 86, in which he was killed off. Ooh. Writer Jim he stayed dead forever, right? Uh, well, but before that, while he was dead, writer Jim Owsley, uh, subsequently known, I, I pulled this from a website. Uh, Jim Owsley, who later became known as Christopher Priest, uh, he later commented, "Fist's death was a senseless and shocking 
and completely unforeseen. It took the reader's heads clean off, and to this day, people are still mad about it, forgetting it seems that A, you were supposed to be mad that death is senseless and Fist's death was supposed to be senseless, or B, this is a comic book. Yeah, because nobody ever gets angry over a comic book. Yeah. What was that guy thinking? I don't know. He said that in uh, December of 2010. And you know, like... I'm sure that calmed all the nerds down, right? They're like, oh, he's right. It is just a comic book. (laughs) Well, five years after his death, uh, the character was revived in Namor the Submariner, numbers 21 through 25, in December of 1991 to April of 1992. That is a one-hero solo book I just won't read. Uh, Namor? Yeah. Way way too much crotch? He's boring Aquaman. (laughs) And that's sad. (laughs) Yeah. Who wants to be boring Aquaman with less clothes on? He can fly. Woo-hoo. He, he was the world's first mutant. Woohoo! <laughs> You're not going to sell me on him. I've read him in other comics where he's not bad, like in the Illuminati run uh, around Civil War and stuff. Yeah, he... He's always an asshole. He is always an asshole. Actually, uh, the fight between him and T'Challa is really interesting mm-hmm. uh, before the world reset. Yeah. Um, because T'Challa ended up essentially setting nukes on him. That's fine. <laughs> Get rid of him. That's what I say. Just because he was the first doesn't mean he's good. Uh, but the story revealed that the character killed in Power Man and Iron Fist number 125 was, in fact, a doppelganger. Oh, man. So it was pointless. Uh, yeah. Or no, he he said senseless, though. It wasn't senseless. It was pointless. Uh, it, at the time, it was senseless and pointless. They, well, I, I guess it can be both. The fact that it's a doppelganger, I'm sure, is an afterthought. Yeah. Um, uh, that's so dumb. I hate when they backtrack in that way. Like, if you're going to bring him back, just bring him back some dumb way. Now, oh, it wasn't him the whole time. Right. Like, where the fuck has he been for the last five years? <laughs> uh, he then became a frequent character in Marvel Comic Presents. Uh, he received two solo miniseries, Iron Fist Volume 2 by John Fielder and Robert Brown from September to October, or, yeah, September to October of 96. It only lasted a few issues. And uh, Iron Fist Volume 3 from July to September of 98 by Dan Jurgens and Jackson Goose or Juice, G-U-I-C-E. I'll I'm let still you decide. on Jurgens. <laughs> That's a fun one. Uh, he was in Heroes for Hire during this time. Heroes for Hire uh, ran 19 issues from July of 97 to January of 1999. Um and then he was in a four-issue miniseries in late 2000 called Iron Fist Wolverine. Can you guess who uh, was in that with him? Wolverine! No! Dumbass! <laughs> who's Sabretooth? <laughs> Saber Sleuth. Yeah. Hey, you want to see me solve some crimes? Uh, actually, <laughs> if, if you look up his uh, wiki, Sabretooth is uh, listed as one of his main villains. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I had no idea. I, I, for me, I think a great person for him to take on would be Taskmaster. I'm sure it's happened. I would hope so, because it makes sense, because, I mean, Taskmaster's big thing is he can copy anybody's ability that he sees, so he would have all this kung fu, but he can't tap into that chi. Right. So it would have to, like, Iron Fist would have to actually be able to concentrate in the middle of this horrible fight where he's probably getting his ass handed to him in order to actually get the upper hand. It could be a really interesting fight. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, um, I'm sorry, just maybe. My bad, asshole. Well, it could be. It. I. You just said the exact same thing. It would thing. be. I messed up there. <laughs> I replaced it. It will be. Uh-huh. Or has been. It might have been. It might have been. I don't know. Um, the ongoing series, The oh, this is no longer ongoing. I, I amended that in my notes. Uh, the Immortal Iron Fist premiered in January of 2007. Uh, I don't have when the last issue uh, is, but 
when I was trying to find new issues, I, I couldn't find anything. Yeah, and from what I, the little bit I looked up when we sat down, that is like the most highly praised run that he's ever been near. Yeah, um, but he was in the new Avengers from 2010 to 2013, yeah. which uh, is right after the time of uh, of Norman Osborn being the head of... Oh, Dark Reign. Yeah. Okay. Comes in right after that. Um. That's about when I got out of buying comics on a consistent basis for the first time. Was during that time? Yeah. Yeah, that was that that was a hard thing to read. Like during that time it was really weird because you went from Civil War, which was super fun and exciting. Um It made you think. You it know? made you think. It, it it presented very deep thoughts mm-hmm. uh, about what is right and wrong. It made and, you question your favorite heroes. Well, not only did it make you question your favorite heroes, but at the time of its release, it, that was during the uh, Bush administration wiretappings. Oh, and so yeah. a lot of people, like it was very politically charged as well. And they gave different points of view on essentially the same issue broken down into superhero comics world. Not to not to derail too much, but last night when I recorded Hold My Beer, Kelly... You realize we're on a derailing. Kelly tried to defend Dick Cheney. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but it, it went from that to Secret Invasion, which was the next big thing where any of your favorite superheroes could secretly be scrolls. I never got to read it. It, it was interesting, but it, it was always... All right, who can you trust? Who can you trust? Oh, I can't trust that guy. Mm-hmm. Who can you trust? Who? I- oh, I guess I can't trust that guy. And you believe that everybody that they that they've taken the place of is dead. Um. So there was a I, me and my I, me and my brother and a buddy would drive. We had to drive forty five minutes to buy our comic books. Right. There's no stores around here. We drove to where you used to live. And uh, Clems, did you ever go to Clems? Oh yeah. That was that was my jam. I love that place. That's uh, where I first started getting back into comics after a long time. But he picked up Secret Invasion, and there was some DC line that I was picking up at the time. So our big thing was that we were going to buy the separate series and then trade and read. Right. Never traded. (laughs) (laughs) So. Well, that one ended pretty much Norman Osborn killed the queen of all the scrolls that were invading. Oh, that's how he gets that spot in power? Right. Uh, Okay. They... The invasion started by making Tony Stark look like shit. Now, at the end of Civil War, Tony Stark was the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D., leader of the Avengers. He basically was the most powerful man in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the secret invasion was his fall from grace. He, uh, It was his technology that got compromised, which compromised everything because he had incorporated Stark tech into everything at that point mm-hmm. because he had the power to do so. Uh, that got compromised, which is what allowed the invasion, and nobody could trust anybody. It was Mr. Fantastic who developed the technology to be able to instantaneously see who the scrolls were by forcing them back into their original form. Right. Um, and at this point, the Thunderbolts, um, who were led by Norman Osborn, were on the scene. They're, some of them are thinking about taking out. Spider-Man, because... That's just kind of what they do. It's what they do. Oh, one of them was Venom, so you got to. Yeah. Uh, it was actually uh, Bullseye that was going to take him out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I remember that time, because that's when Scorpion was Venom, which I never liked yeah. at all. Yeah. Kept on eating people, which is weird. Yeah. He had a prostitute in one of the comics, I remember that. <laughs> and not in the fun way. But Norman ended up killing the scroll, mm-hmm. and 
because Tony Stark had, quote, messed up so bad, he pretty much went undercover. He went away for a while. He was no longer head of S.H.I.E.L.D., no, the, no longer head of the Avengers. He couldn't trust his own suits of armor. Like, he had a fall from grace. So isn't that time. how Norman got a hold of the Iron Patriot suit? Uh, yeah. He got one of his, like, uh, um, test armors or something. He, or a, a prototype. And just gave it a new paint job, didn't he? Well, he ended up uh, buying all of Tony Stark's property and then hiring a supervillain called Phantom, I believe is his name. He's shown up in a couple Spider-Man uh, stuff. Basically, he is a ghost techno wizard. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, the only Phantom I remember is the purple guy. No, he no, wasn't no. from Marvel. Uh, this guy is fully ghostly clad with weird cyberkinetic goggles and a claw hand. Uh, <laughs> Sounds super cool, Robert. Hey, this is a Spider-Man comic character. Don't give me shit. Doesn't I mean, I wasn't you didn't come up with the character. It's okay. I hear that too. It's really dumb. <laughs> That's all. But uh he hired him to break him into this vault that he couldn't get past the security on and when it opened up, that was the Iron Patriot. Is that what it was? Yeah, okay. and it was when he was creating his own Avengers using Bullseye as Hawkeye, using Venom as Spider-Man. Uh, they got Ares in place of Thor, but basically they got all of your components They got of they Dark Wolverine. Yep. To replace Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine's yeah, son, Dakin. Yeah, that's it. Never liked him. Uh, nobody did. Good. Uh, he's died several times. Good. <laughs> um, People loved X-22. Yeah, still or was do. X twenty three? Can't remember. Twenty three. <laughs> you did it last week. That's yeah. a callback, son. Um, but he was like, "We're missing two things. We're missing the knight and the soldier." And so when he saw that, he's like, "Well, it looks like I'm the knight and the soldier." Yeah, he's Captain America and Iron Man all thrown into one. Yeah, while being a massive asshole. Right, and so when his fall from grace finally happened, uh, Daniel Rand and the New Avengers came in. Hey, you brought it back because Danny Rand. Is Iron Fist. Yes. I learned that earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> so, I hope they don't... Sorry for that long tangent, but... <laughs> I, say, I hope the listeners never start listening to the show. Like, these are two well-informed guys. <laughs> like, most of the time, it's just one or the other. Usually Robert. Hey, I, I do my best. But sometimes I bring stuff. I just went on way too long of a tangent of, like... On Norman uh, Osborn. <laughs> on Norman Osborn. Part of that's my fault. <laughs> so, at least you didn't sing in that one. Hey, don't tempt me. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Um, so that is pretty much the publication history that, uh, that I wanted to go over. I know that that took a hefty bit, but because his publication was so chopped up, there's, there's a lot that you can say about any comic character, but to boil it down, there's not too much that you can say. Uh, so I figured that we would go over his history, hit a little bit of Anne and talk about what's going on now. Okay. So, so wait, are we just now starting the then? Cause we're like 20 minutes in. Yeah, kind of. Uh-oh. So does that mean you need to do the intro again? My name's still Danny. Same as Iron Fist. Uh, yeah, Dan- Daniel Rand, uh, who was born in New York City, the son of Wendell Rand, who happened upon the mystical city of Kunlun as a young boy. <laughs> During this time in Kunlun, Wendell... <laughs> Wendell saved the life of the city's ru- ruler, uh, Lord Tuan. Well, this his name wasn't Tur. 
Uh, by the way, I'm going to be saying a lot of uh, names that aren't native to my tongue, so if I pronounce them incredibly incorrectly, I do apologize. Technically, are they, this is just a white guy in New York coming up with these names, so they are native <laughs> to our tongue. <laughs> Technically, they're uh, just gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds Asian, so I'm counting it. <laughs> okay. That's how he wrote the book, I'm assuming. Uh, Wendell eventually left Kunlun, and... <laughs> it sounds like Kunt. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Just like Duck Hunt. <laughs> if you say it really fast. <laughs> uh, but he eventually left uh, Kunlun and became a wealthy entrepreneur in the United States. Married a uh, socialite named Heather Duncan and had a child, Daniel. Okay. Um, Not original name, but yeah. <laughs> Wendell later organizes an expedition to seek out Kunlun, uh, taking his wife Heather, his business partner Harold Meacham, and nine-year-old Danny with him. Uh, during the journey up the mountain, uh, Danny slips off the path, uh, his tie rope taking his mother and father with him. Uh, Meacham, who also loves Heather, uh, forces Wendell to plunge to his death but offers to rescue Heather and Danny. She rejects his help, and her and Danny come across a makeshift bridge that appears out of nowhere, um, and then they are attacked by a pack of wolves. So his parents were killed? Yes. By a mountain. So what if this was Batman? Does he swear revenge against the mountain? Uh, Does he kill the mountain, Robert? Well, I think that he would be Vine Wolf. Vine Wolf? Well, because it was it was his rope that killed his dad because he fell off. And then there's a pack of wolves. And then there's a pack of wolves so he's Vine that, Wolf man. that his mom throws herself on to save him as the... Uh, people from the hidden city are trying to save her. Oh God, she she tackles the wolves to death. Uh, essentially, that's badass. Yeah, she. That's she, the hero you want. Fuck Iron Fist. She throws herself in between her and her child, right? Or the wolves and her child sacrifices herself to save him. That's fucked up, man. It is. Ugh. Um, and the people from Kunlun do try to save her, but are are too late. Um, the archers take the grieving boy to UT. Uh, the hooded ruler of Kunlun. <laughs> God damn it, Danny. <laughs> when Danny uh, expresses his desire for vengeance, UT apprentices him to Lai Kung, uh, the thunderer who teaches him the martial arts. Okay. Uh, Danny proves to be the most gifted of Lai Kung's students. Uh, Rand conditions his fists by plunging them into buckets of sand, gravel, and rock to toughen them up. Now, this is something. Yeah, this is something (laughs) that my dad has told me that he remembers reading as a kid. Right. Yeah, you mentioned that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. uh, This is the one comic that, in recent years, my dad has kind of geeked out on me with. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, I mean, when he he's not a nerdy guy. No, so this not... to be the one that he clung to seems kind of odd to me. Like, yeah, for he, this he... to be the only comic he really knows anything about. Well, this came out when he w- he was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, and so he could have been reading them as the publication was coming out. Right. Uh, He's like, I too like to punch things in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he like when Iron Fist started showing up in the news recently, he started telling me about these comics, and that's one thing that he remembered specifically is he had to punch those things, uh, and in order to work his arms, he had to hold up, like, boiling all-metal cauldrons, which burnt the tattoos into his arms. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, now that's into his arms, and I think that the story has changed since then a I'm little sure, bit. sure, yeah. Um, because I know that the tattoo on his chest is completely different. Well, it's on his clothes now. 
It used to like his shirt used to be open so you could see it on his chest, but now it's just on the shirt. Well, it's still oh, it's on underneath his as, chest well, as well too. But yeah, yeah, he doesn't show off the tattoo. <laughs> he he just put it on a shirt, which looks better. Eh. I'm gonna say. <laughs> so that's when he vowed to punch every wolf in the face that he ever met. <laughs> uh, kind of. I'm gonna punch wolves in fuck mountains for the rest of my life. At 19, Danny uh, is given the chance to attain the power of the Iron Fist by fighting and defeating the dragon Shao Lao, or Shu Lao. Uh, the Undying, who guards the molten heart that had been torn from its body. Um, guessing that the heart provides life energy to Shao Lao through the dragon-shaped scar on it on its chest, Danny covers the scar with his own body and hangs on until Shao Lao collapses and dies in the process, burning the dragon tattoo into his own chest. Okay. Uh, so he got it by hugging a dragon to death. Yeah, well, that's how I got my tattoo. <laughs> I guess I would have had to hug a TARDIS to death hey. to get mine, but uh, whatever. Uh, having killed Shao Lao, he enters the cave and plunges his fists into a brazier uh, containing the creature's molten heart, uh, merging with the power of the Iron Fist. It is later revealed that Danny is part of a long lineage of Iron Fists. So That's convenient. <laughs> yeah, it happens. <laughs> After he already started training, yeah. Turns out I'm supposed to be one. This one white guy. Yeah. His family... It's going to be the Iron Fist forever. Yeah, yeah. His name's Danny, <laughs> so I can get behind it. No, I'm sure you can. I, I just need to find my calling. <laughs> I got to start hugging more things. <laughs> uh, when Kun Lun reappears on the Earth after 10 years of it being missing, Danny leaves to find his father's kill, uh, killer. A mountain? No. Returning to New York, uh, Danny Rand, dressed in the Samari- uh, ceremonial garb of the Iron Fist, seeks out Harold Meacham, his father's old business partner. Uh, who is now head of Meacham Industries. After overcoming a number of attempts on his life, he confronts Meacham in his office, only to find the man completely legless, an amputation carried out after, carried out when, after abandoning Daniel and his mother, he was caught in the heavy snow and his legs became frostbitten. Oh, so it wasn't like a hit or anything. It was an accident? Yeah. So he goes to get revenge on this legless man? Yeah. Does he punch him anyways? Uh... Well, let me continue. I hope he punches him anyways. <laughs> Meacham accepts his fate and tells Iron Fist to kill him. Overcome with pity, Iron Fist walks away. At that moment, Meacham is murdered by a mysterious ninja, and his <laughs> daughter Joy blames the Iron Fist for his death. It would have been awesome if Iron Fist walked in and like he's sitting in the chair facing the other way. He's like, I'm here to break your kneecaps. <laughs> and he goes like, I remember when I had those. And then they sit down and have a beer together. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Iron Fist clears his name and begins his career as a superhero. Uh, aided by his friends Colleen Wing and Misty Knight, and falling in love with Misty Knight. Wow, that's a pretty hot name. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's actually shown up in the most recent Netflix series, uh, Luke Cage. Sure. Which you still haven't seen. Not an episode. God dang it, Danny. My wife really likes it. We found that out the awkward way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. But, yeah, uh, Misty Knight is also who started Heroes for Hire. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, she was a detective who ended up, very long story shorting this, getting her arm uh, taken off. Just taken off, just popped off. <laughs> and Iron Man uh, built a new arm for her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so she created, not because of this, but she also created Heroes for Hire, which uh, later would be run by Danny and Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically... When Marvel tries new heroes, they'll try them out through Heroes for Hire now. 
which oh, I think interesting. is interesting. Yeah if, they're, yeah, if they're not mutant, if they're just like random street level superheroes, yeah, um, then they'll they'll show up on Heroes for Hire on occasion. Let's go. It's like a test run. Yeah, like is, that. Is, is, at least that's my. Uh, look at it because I a lot of the heroes for hire characters I don't know of until I see them there. Right, it's like the entry level. Or yeah, or they'll have been in one or two comics other than that, and now they're trying them out. Maybe they're supposed to be just one uh, part of a small story, and then kind of liked it. Yeah, so they move it on. That's yeah, like the next maybe. step. Yeah, it's like the waiting room. My nose is running as hell. Allergies. Mm. Um, speaking of robotic limbs, though, uh, I found a Luke Skywalker figure on clearance. From Return of the Jedi with the robe and stuff. He's on the yeah. shelf right there. I haven't put him anywhere. But came with the green lightsaber and stuff. I was like, this is badass. I looked <laughs> at him. He has two human hands from Return of the Jedi. Made me mad. Uh, he needs yeah. a robot hand. He needs a gloved hand. At least. I would take a Michael Jackson sparkly glove on the hand. Just I don't want to see skin. Sorry yeah. to sidetrack. Just pissed me off. <laughs> okay. Robotic you, limbs. You, you good? Oh, I'm good. You sure? Oh. Okay. Want to talk about Power Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually trying to avoid that this episode. Cause... I got nothing to say. <laughs> Notable adversaries in his early career include Sabretooth, uh, the mysterious Master Khan, whom the ninja that killed Meacham once served, and the Steel Serpent, the exiled son of Lykung, who, cover... who coveted the Iron Fist power. Okay, but it's not something you could just like kill him and take it, so you're not going to get it. It's too late. Eh, He's not the chosen white guy from New York. <laughs> this is true. Um, but yeah, Sabretooth is the only one that really stands out in that name. The only in, one in I know. List. Yeah. I've never heard of the Steel Serpent. <laughs> uh, Rand disguises himself randomly as Deadpool sometimes. Um, and, and that's to help convince... He did that originally to help convince the media that and the public that Matt Murdock is not Daredevil. Uh, because his name had gotten out there as a daredevil, it got picked up by, uh, or no, it was Kingpin who released it to the right. media. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, and so in order to try to clear his name, because, you know, masked vigilante, yeah, lawyer. Yeah, look out for each other. Well, no, lawyer, he's breaking the law as a lawyer. Oh, yeah. Uh, he asked Danny Rand to kind of fill in for him some nights. Act like you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> um, and How was he as the daredevil? Uh, he, he well, he was convincing. Good enough. Um, but because of his run as the Daredevil, sorry, uh, buddy. While well, I was just like you, I just had to bang Electra. <laughs> well, sorry, couldn't help it. Well, yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, him dressing up as the Daredevil actually led to his incarceration during Civil War. Okay. Um, because this Civil War was the time uh, of the Superhuman Registration Act. We've gone over it before in a prior episode. Mm-hmm. Um, porn stash. Uh, yes. yes, but to long story short it, essentially uh, the government made it to where if you have any kind of superhuman ability, you have to give your name to the government. Um, it, some heroes supported it, some didn't, because Daredevil wasn't on a registered list. He got arrested. Mm, okay. Therefore, Iron Fist got arrested when they found out who it was. Right. Hmm. Um. Yeah, he uh, he opposes the Superhuman Registration Act, and he joins uh, Captain America while still pretending to be Daredevil, which is what led to his incarceration. Um, That's kind of cool, though. I like that. Yeah. Uh, he was later freed in, uh, from the negative zone and joined Captain America's team during the final battle. Oh, all right. As Iron Fist. Uh, 
I don't or was know. he still just wearing the Daredevil suit? He may have still been in the Daredevil suit. I honestly don't know. People like me more now that I dress like you. I'm keeping the suit. <laughs> I'm Iron Devil now. He, he uh, like, uh, Daredevil goes, no, no, I'm taking the suit back. He's like, fine, but I'm keeping the stick. <laughs> 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 Matt Murdock just comes out in the Iron Fist costume and the eye holes are actually cut out on that one so people see him staring into a corner <laughs> while he's fighting. Like, I think there's something wrong with that guy's eyesight. Uh, may, may, maybe a little bit. <laughs> what, how's come he never quite looks directly at me? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's really disrespectful. He's kind of an asshole. <laughs> That's how I feel like when I talk to my wife. <clears throat> That's because you're staring directly at her chest, though. Oh, yeah. That's true. Never mind. My wife's blind. That's the joke I was going with. But yeah, she does have boobs. Uh, I, I was making more of the joke of you can't, you wouldn't be able to meet her eyes anyway. Yeah, <laughs> not worth it. Um, so that's it for the then. Oh, hey, that was fast. I told you. <laughs> what about a net? Na- or uh, nope, there's the and. What yes, about the and? We do have an and. Do we? It's very small. Okay, good. Um, basically, the and boils down to this: when it comes to TV. The newer it is, the more likely it is that you're going to see him in it as far as cartoons go. Now, do you think that's the, them trying to make him relevant again? Or do you think there's something that the kids are always kind of like, yay, karate? I think it's more of the fact that there's something about the character that obviously has been enough to for Marvel to revive him several times. That's true, actually, yeah. Most notably, in I think it was 2007... The Immortal Iron Fist series came out, which was widely popular. Yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, And so because of the popularity of that, they're going to put him in more and more things, which I honestly believe is also uh, why Luke Cage started becoming more and more popular, too. You can't have Danny Rand without Luke Cage anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ebony and Ivory. (laughs) Like that song. You bastard. You're welcome. Mm Mm-hmm. Blue suede shoes. Um, Calm down there, Masked Avenger. (laughs) What? Or what? What were you? The the hooded terror? Or... Oh no! It doesn't matter what I was. <laughs> Grand actually... wizard. Nope. Yeah. That was. <laughs> it was a joke though. <laughs> Shut up, fucking crimson shadow. All right. <laughs> At least I never contemplated mine. Mine was a joke that did backfire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and somehow hasn't been forgotten. Uh, mine could have happened. At least I have a nemesis. <laughs> what? At least I have a nemesis. Jordan, not black people. I know what you're oh, thinking. Okay. No, no, Jordan. <laughs> I, I, say, I saw that look at your face. Like, no, it was a joke. Well? No, <laughs> Jordan. Jordan's my nemesis. Uh huh. You know him. He's yeah. a bastard. Yeah. Tell me, I shouldn't have kids because I watch professional wrestling. Uh, no comment. I think my goal in life is to actually put a sheet on my head and elbow drop him as he's walking out of work. I want you to. <laughs> he say, is white, right? Because wa- if not, that'd be a hate crime. I want you to say that again in your head. No. Oh, oh no! Wear the sheet like a like a cape. Not oh. on my head. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> A towel. A towel? A cape. I'm going to put on a cape and elbow drop a man as he's walking out where he works. Are you done, Danny? I hope so. Okay. I was doing so good. It's been like two weeks. That's out the fucking window. Yeah. A little bit. I just say sheet. Send in your fan art, too. I didn't specify. Don't do that. (laughs) Wearing a KKK thing as a robe. or not, not, Not as a robe. They are robes, but as a cape. With, like, the sleeve tied around my neck? I don't... No, I'm good. I'm good. Super, super Why do you keep talking? You're drop. just digging yourself a so, deeper hole, Danny. I was going to have a drop, my man. Anyways. Iron Fist has been made... <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Iron Fist has been a non-player character in a couple of different games. Uh, 
Spider-Man and Venom, Maximum Carnage, which came out in 94. He was not in Maximum Carnage. Yeah. Just like in the background or something? Uh, He was a non-playable character. Huh. Uh, And The Amazing Spider-Man, Lethal Foes. That was like the sequel. I never got to play it. Um... Yeah, I, I've I've honestly not played any of these Spider-Man games. You never uh, played Maximum Carnage? No. Oh, you and your poor child. Um, he is a playable character in Spider-Man: Friend or Foe. Played that. Uh, but his history is rewritten like big time in that. Um, in the game, he is a Shield agent who went missing from Tangora or Tangara I- Tangaroa Island. There's an island that he went missing from. <laughs> well then. <laughs> After being rescued by Spider-Man, he is Iron Fist and he joins Spider-Man. That's when you can actually play as him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never played as him. I knew you could, but that's one of those games I played through the storyline. But and yeah, just they just dropped. completely rewrote his character. Sounds like it. Um, and he was an added character in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Uh, originally, he showed up as as the background of somebody, as Ryu's finishing move. Really? Yeah. He was in the background of of that. It's weird, or not his finishing move. Uh, if you beat the story mode with Ryu, oh, he's in okay. the background of that. Understood. And then they made him an actual playable an character. ultimate. Yeah. Okay. I get excited because I thought they were coming out with a new one. Turns out they're just putting a super turbo edition on the newer console. Yeah. Which yeah. No. I'm not gonna buy. It. No. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three was was bad. And, and two there bad. were. It was three. No, three wasn't bad. No, two was amazing. Yeah. Three, three wasn't bad. Three had like 12 characters. Well, the ultimate had like 30, though. Yeah, okay. If you're going to release a game, release the game in fucking full. Street Fighter's never done that once. Why would they start now? Why do you think I don't play fucking Street Fighter? I don't play it either. Ah! Why are we yelling? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I don't give a shit. But no, I actually enjoyed three quite a bit. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I can't play two. It's on my Xbox 360 that I gave my son. I suck at it. Oh. Oh, I'm terrible at it. I can't get the button combos down. I tried to play with Gambit because he looks cool and he's... He's fucking gambling. Throw cards at people. It's right. neat. So I get him, Spider Man, and uh, Captain America on a team, and then I get my ass handed to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did not like Marvel vs. Capcom three. I kind of blame three uh, three for the uprising of Deadpool in pop culture. Uh, Everybody played with him, and that's where you get the pineapple surprise. Him yelling chimichanga. I don't know because he, I think it definitely helped because his video game was being made at the same time. Yeah, but what did they get first? I, I think that what really destroyed the culture of. <laughs> Destroyed the. Are you going hipster? Like, oh, I knew Deadpool before he was famous. Kind of. Okay, good. I think that what destroyed him on a pop culture level was the internet. Oh yeah, because it wasn't too. the video games that really pointed that out. But anytime you saw him on the internet, it was the same memes. It was after he was about to enjoy a chimichanga meal, mm-hmm. and the taco place blew up. Yeah, for some reason, they think that was like every issue of Deadpool. Yeah, but that's the same thing that people saw over and over and over again. And yeah, on occasion, he will say something about chimichangas or burritos. But who uh, doesn't? Yeah, on occasion, I like chimichangas and burritos. You had a burrito last night for dinner. But the internet made it seem like he has like Mexican food Tourette's. <laughs> that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah, probably. On to the now. Okay. <laughs> Good. That was a rough end to get through. Ah, uh, so long. <laughs> so it's like Tedious. five minutes of then, three minutes of and, and now we're going to do what, four minutes of now? Wait, how many minutes of then did you say? Like th- five. Okay. Well, the, we didn't start the then until 20 minutes into the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We kinda... The structure's been all fucked up this episode. <laughs> we we kind of had a uh, a then and a then plus. <laughs> Is that what it was? We had a prequel to the then. 
And then, then a mediocre then. Then, then, and now. <laughs> There's your name for the episode. <laughs> Iron Fist then, then, and now. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, so now, um, like I said, he's been in and out of comics kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he's still around there and. Yeah, certain he, sex of the Avengers. Well, and stuff. right now, him and Luke Cage, he, he, him and Luke Cage are still in a comic together. Oh, they have their own title together. Again? Yes, that's awesome. Cool. Um, Luke Cage, who is now married and has a kid, um, and him are still part of the Heroes for Hire. Oh, all right. Well, most recently, what has happened? They're like to the Riggs and Murtov. Kind, kind of. Yeah, let's <laughs> of go Heroes with that. For Hire. I like it. <laughs> They're getting told for this shit. A little bit, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but most recently, the most. Uh, recent event that has happened is Civil War Two, right? Um, which I, I've kind of talked about a little bit on here. Um, yeah, you you've been reading it. You haven't finished it yet. Right? I I have finished. Oh, did you finish it? it? Okay. Yes. Um, so Civil War Two is about an Inhuman, uh, which is kind of like an X Men, but they get their powers from a fog. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> to grossly oversimplify it, uh, well, a new one is is brought to light who has the power to not only see but experience the future. And his every time he sees it, it's very, very accurate, but it leads to some troubling issues. Um, when War Machine gets killed due to a mission that he would not have known of had it not been for uh, this kid, Ulysses, who can see into the future. Dumb name. Um, then War Machine would not have died at the hands of Thanos. Right, okay. Um, this led Tony Stark to want to investigate the kid's power more, everybody pretty much telling him to back off because he's too close with Rhodey being gone. Mm. And Captain Marvel, who was dating Rhodey, kind of doubled down on it. Like, she believes in these powers no matter what. I didn't know she was with Rhodes. That makes it kind of odd. Yeah, so it's... You think she'd be a little more upset? It's the best friend and the girlfriend of the now-dead Colonel Rhodes, Mm -hmm. uh, who are at odds with each other. Um, Basically, anytime this kid gets a vision, she sends people out before they can commit any crime and arrest them before they committed any crime. Yeah, kind of like the... That's the whole crux of um, Winter Soldier, the movie. Well, and Minority Report. And Minority Report. <laughs> Which I did not enjoy. So, um, But that's essentially what she's doing. She's creating Minority Report. And Tony Stark wants to investigate it more and to the point of kidnapping the kid, which escalated tensions with the Inhumans who were siding with Miss Marvel. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't really want to piss off the Inhumans. Yeah, not normally a good idea. Hmm. Is Thor in play in this one? Uh, Yes, but... It's the female it's, Thor. Yeah, but uh, a, a Thor is still going to be oh, pretty yeah. damn powerful. Uh, so is he with Iron Man at least, or she rather? Uh there's something else going on right around this time. But ye- I think that she is with Iron Man at the time. Oh, okay, so still doesn't get really going to be a power player in it though. Not really. The the, pa- the really what it comes down to the power players are Cap- Spider Man. Well, yeah. Really? Miles Morales. Oh, interesting. Pass yeah. the torch down. I like that. Yeah, because uh, the Spider-Man story in it is him wanting to learn a little bit more about Ulysses' powers, him inviting him to uh, Parker Industries and showing him around and going, hey, by the way, we can possibly use your power to see 
um, new technologies in the future. Oh, and yeah. uh, you working with us, we can probably get a jump start on that. To the kid going, that person over there is going to betray you and become a supervillain again. Who was it? Uh, Clash, who is kind of new to the comics. But yeah, I actually had, don't know that one. They they made a story to make it to where he has been in Spider-Man's life for a long time. Basically, he's the way Spider-Man could have gone. Did Clash replace Flash Thompson? No. <laughs> the name's rhyme, Robert. Only one letter off. Conspiracy? I think, yes. <laughs> but he uh, he's a villain who was a uh, henchman. For a little while. Oh, okay. And Sp- Spider-Man... Got and that Pe- promotion eventually? Well, Spider-Man <laughs> and Peter Parker were trying to reform him. Well, due to Peter Parker getting this knowledge that this guy's going to betray him, it kind of sends him into paranoid mode and locks down on the guy, basically micromanages him to insanity. Oh. And... Kind of pu- ends up pushing him that push- way? Pushes him back into it. Interesting. And so at the end of the Spider-Man run of Civil War Two. Uh, he's going, we can't use you. Like, I understand that your powers are significant, but we can't use you. Alright. And that's pretty much all Spider-Man uh, Peter Parker has to do. But then Miles. Miles is a big player in it because of something else that happens. So, during Civil War Two, and I'll eventually bring this back to Iron Fist. Say, so, should promise. we just do like a, a wrap-up to Civil War? Because we've already done two episodes of it. Um, well, you're digging pretty deep into it, and this is... I, 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 I can probably end the episode with it, um, because it, there's not a whole lot to talk about. He's coming to Netflix. That's about it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I meant with Civil War Two. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, uh, but to there's talk, about, to talk Iron about Iron Fist, Fist in the either. comics. <laughs> yeah. Um, during this time, a couple of retired villains come to the Heroes for Hire, Luke Cage and uh and iron fist and go hey they're nabbing random people um people who are retired and out of their game for a long time they're coming in and arresting them saying that they're going thinks, to be doing yeah, stuff it's gonna be coming back okay that makes sense yeah and we know they're gonna come for us soon well as soon as they say that their wall gets blown up because comic book timing <laughs> and people <laughs> come in and arrest a couple of them and danny rand because they're taking Iron Fist? They took Iron Fist. Okay. Um, because he assaulted an officer trying to help these guys. Um, all right. So That's barely illegal. Right? It, it, it's basically <laughs> him in jail um going, I need to stay in here uh with with these guys because they truly are innocent. They weren't doing anything, they were just picked up. So he stays put to guard the jail pretty much the people in it rather. Uh that was his plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Captain Marvel and a whole bunch of different superheroes show up to take him in. For... He's already in? No, not him. Uh, sorry, Power Man. Oh, okay. Bring Luke Cage in. Mm-hmm. Um, saying that he is going to break Danny out. He might have been planning that. <laughs> but the thing is, he'd already been, like, it, it's part of his... Of Luke Cage's story that he had been arrested for something that he hadn't done. Yeah. And that's so, part of his origin. Right. And so for someone to come to him and say, you've not done this yet. You have not yet committed a crime. We're going to arrest you. Ooh, that pissed him off real good. <laughs> pissed him off real good. Yeah. And the only other superhero with him at the time was Songbird, okay. who has like the 
power of using sound waves in the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the fight commences, and Luke Cage gets thrown literally into jail. Oh, his mouth gets the better of him when he's talking to Cat Marvel. <laughs> yeah, she's a little bit more powerful. But uh, basically. One person accidentally blows up a prison wall. A lot of the prisoners escape. He gets injured actually trying to save Captain Marvel. Which one, Iron Fist or Luke? Uh, Luke. Luke Cage, okay. And Iron Fist goes to help him and ends up just walking out of the jail with him. Yeah. Like, you guys have messed up. Might as well, yeah. You guys have messed up. He would not be here had you not thrown him into here. Yeah. And, I mean, Iron Fist went peacefully and stuff, but if you, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. So that that's the most recent major thing that has happened uh, with Iron Fist. So I'm assuming they kind of don't take her side after that? No. Hmm, interesting. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that's what's going on with the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, as Danny quickly blurted out there earlier. Uh, Netflix! <laughs> the 17th is... Oh, God, that's soon. Yeah. It's what, Thursday? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, what, that's why I planned this. Oh. Oh, yeah, because it's coming. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Robert makes a good schedule. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> What's next week? Uh, I, I'll tell you afterward. No, no, no. Put no. me on the spot. Oh, my God. Um, Some schedule. <laughs> uh, so that is the Netflix series I'm going to be watching with my dad. I, I'm kind of excited to see yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be cool. But as with the the comic constantly being put in and taken out, Obviously, there's something there that people like, but obviously, there's something that doesn't grab a lot of people's, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people's attention, and so uh, it I'm, does for a while. It's, it seems like one of those characters that that people enjoy in spurts, you yeah. know, like ah, he's cool, he's back, he can go away now. Yeah, oh, cool, he's back, he can go away now. And so <laughs> I think that with the team, he's a really interesting character by himself. Well, that's what they're leading to, though. Right, the we're defenders. getting the defenders, yeah. Right, but if they're going to do ten episodes of just Danny Rand, is well, you got to redo Origin and all that. Right. So the first season's going to kind of write itself, because it's already been written, technically. Yeah. Um, And then uh, they have to bring Luke Cage into his show, right? You would think. And then maybe don't give him a second season before Defenders? Maybe well, set, maybe do a second season of Luke Cage and then have Iron Fist in it more? Well... That way there's not too much. Um, Basically, it what's going to happen is we're getting Iron Fist... This month. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the year, we should have Defenders. There's not going to be another season of anything before that? No. I think they do it with Jessica Jones or Luke Cage, too, before that. Nope. Defender, oh, wow. Defenders is the next thing that's going to happen. Okay. So there's not going to be too much overexposure. No, it's it's more... Okay, so if if there's 10 episodes, I don't know how many episodes there's going to be. But I think there's been about 10 in all of them. Yeah, so. but if there's 10 episodes, that's 10 hours of this character that you may or may not fully buy behind i think that i'm going to like it i know my dad's going to like it just because he's hyped himself up right. so much um but on the whole i don't know if people are going to like it and with it building to the defenders it's kind of important it's kind of important yeah you know that that's I my mean, that's my only worry with it they haven't really done wrong so far i mean some people aren't so crazy about daredevil season two yeah but to i be really fair, liked it. i haven't watched most of it so <laughs> it's fine in my book yeah, I, I, I realize that this is the second week in a row that I've kind of gone down this path of, but what if it sucks? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think it'll be all right. And, I mean, I, I will catch up before the Defenders, because that will be badass. But oh, yeah. As long as, like, they, they don't ignore the Iron Fist-Luke Cage relationship until the Defenders. Like, it needs to, like, close out the season, maybe them becoming friends or well, something. Well, so far, um, Luke Cage and... Luke Cage has had his story and his story with Jessica Jones, but Danny's not been in any of the stuff. Right. None of it. Right. Uh, the character that so far has tied everybody together is the the nurse who's played by Rosario Dawson. Oh, okay. Uh, she might show up. Who knows? Yeah, because she shows up in Jessica Jones, and she shows up a little bit in Luke Cage, and she is in both seasons of Daredevil. She right. She is the civilian that ties all of them together so far so, so as, long, as long as they get her for iron fist i don't think it'd be hard to work them in together i mean they're all in new york they're all very close to each other i think yeah. i think the way that it would play out at least in my mind if i was writing it is she meets iron fist just basically goes what the hell how's come everywhere i go i'm running into superheroes yeah. something happens to her something that would affect all of them something happens to her and then she goes, I know who, I know other people like you, talking to, like, Daredevil. And this is getting, this is how you want the Defenders to form? Yeah. Or how you think it will? Yeah. Okay. I think that that would happen right at the very beginning of Defenders. Yeah. Or. End right, of Iron Fist. Right at the very end of Iron Fist. Yeah, could be. But yeah, I want to see that friendship between him and Luke Cage build up. And uh, I don't know, have Matt Murdock show up for something. I don't know. Does Matt Murdock show up in Luke Cage? No. Really? Yeah, no. get him in more stuff. But they all take place in different parts of the city. Yeah, he, he, there are taxis. It's not much of an excuse. You know, he's a lawyer. He will travel some. Big city. Big lawyer? And he's not very he big. pretty much stays to Hell, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. They need to tie him in. Uh, there's some. also a villain that uh, kind of ties Luke Cage and uh, Daredevil together. Oh, who's that? I don't remember his name. Oh, you mean in the comic books? No. No. In the show. Oh, okay. It, it's... Uh, Oh, man, what is his name? It's the black guy that's selling the girls in the beginning of Daredevil 1. Okay. Him. Oh, he's in, he shows up in Luke Cage? He shows up in Luke Cage. Oh, he, he shows up in the barber shop a lot. Okay. In the beginning of the season. Yeah, and Cedric the Entertainer's there cracking jokes. Oh, of course. Ice Cube's there. I've seen the movie. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> I hope you're proud of yourself for that one. I'm not. Okay. I hear it's really good. Go put on your Even the sequel. No, nope, no, nope, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I said cape. If you don't want me to say cape, all right. Hood. <laughs> you call it what it is. After this, <laughs> <No. laughs> you want to go uh, catch some crosses on fire? <laughs> I made Robert's fit tick. I was drinking my Red Bull, damn it. How was that? Was it good? It burns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got a debate, bud? Uh, well, do you want me to continue with Civil War real quick before going into the debate? What's up to you? We're at an hour. Okay. So, like I said, there's not a whole lot more to talk about with Civil War II. Um, basically, Iron Man wants to study more about the kid's power mm-hmm. um, while everybody else is pretty much going, just leave it be. We're, we're still helping people. And he goes, no, but there's things that you're not thinking about, especially since how the future doesn't happen until we make it happen. Right, and even then we change it sometimes with roads. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's understandable. Um, and I, them being like, "No, it's good enough this way." It's really uh, narrow-minded, kind of stupid. Right, and so he ends up taking a digital copy of the kid's brain and having his uh, computer look over it. Okay. And everybody shows up ready for a fight, and he's sitting there trying to talk everybody down, but making his point very clear. And this he, is like the end. No, this is like right in the middle. Okay. And. 
everybody's ready to throw down, and then the kid gets a vision and wraps everybody up into it. Now, when the kid visions something, he doesn't only vision it, he experiences it. And so but he can wrap people, so he can make other people do it as well? This is the first time that it happens. Okay. His power grows exponentially throughout the entire series. All right. Um, But he ends up basically wrapping everybody that's there in this vision, and it's a vision of Bruce Banner going Hulk again, which he hadn't in over a year at this point, hmm. and killing everybody. Like everyone, yeah, but they can. Stop Iron the Man Hulk. ripped always in been half. Able to stop the Hulk, you know. Yes, but it's always a threat of what what happens the day we can't. Yeah, I guess you shoot him into space. They learned. <laughs> he came. You back. try to nuke him, you fail. He goes and makes Hulk babies on another planet, and he... then comes back and tries to kill everyone again. But still, yeah, <laughs> he came back, and it took the power of a thousand exploding suns to calm him down. It took calm... <laughs> for nappy time. Yeah, he did get so pissed that when he took a step, it cracked the planet. Yes. So Earthbreaker. Yeah. Um Fair point. <laughs> so they all go to see him and uh are like, Hey, here's why we're here and he goes, So I've not hulked out in over a year and you guys come here accusing me of going to be able to hulk out and you're all here for what, a fight? And they're trying to calm him down and then the beast hacks into his uh computers and go, He's been uh testing with gamma radiation again. On himself. Smart. And he he throws the defense, I've been doing that to keep it from happening again. Hmm. I'm studying myself because I have to. I'm the only one that has my condition, except for now, Amadeus Cho. Right. And She-Hulk. Well, no, because she never goes back, so his is different. Yeah. She's always She-Hulk. No, no, she goes into Jennifer mode. Does she? Yeah, no, a lot. She's She-Hulk. She's a lawyer. I have no idea what I'm talking about. You can be a green <laughs> lawyer. You're being racist. I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying that she like doesn't. Saying Savage Dragon could be a lawyer. Who? Savage Dragon. Who? He's... He, he, never mind. He's a comic book character. He's green. Okay. Get a mohawk. He's part dragon. Okay. Should I know this character? He's not Marvel. No, so or no. DC. Yeah, he's... <laughs> no. He's like the Toxic Avenger. He's like that kind of... You could have just said no. It's cool. Nope. Your life will change for... The, your life will not change for the better if you find out who Savage Dragon is. But basically... Beast says that he's been testing on himself. Everybody gets in an uproar. He gets angrier, and then an arrow hits him between the eyes. Oh, yeah. Hawkeye kills him, doesn't he? Hawkeye killed him. Mm-hmm. The next comic is him in court. Hawkeye in court. Hawkeye in court. How's uh, Hawkeye look at a suit? Uh, he's in a prison suit. Oh. So, orange isn't his collar? No. <laughs> it's purple. Purple's his um, color. We all know that. But he, he turns himself over willingly. Right. And he's crying when when he does. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've known and, each other for fucking years. Yeah. You find out that Bruce Banner actually designed the arrow um, and gave it to Hawkeye in case Hawkeye ever deemed it necessary to kill him with it. Right. And basically it was, if I ever Hulk out again, ever in my life, put me down. And he saw what he explained to everybody. He has better vision than everybody else. Right. And he saw flecks of green starting to appear in the guy's eyes. And so he took shot. Yeah. Per his wishes. And Hawkeye's not going to lie about something like that. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of shifty from time to time, but not when it comes to his stories. His fellow Avengers, you know. His story's pretty sad because the next time you see him is in uh, the Incredible Hulk, or not the Incredible Hulk, the Totally Awesome Hulk. Yeah, it's a dumb name. uh, Which is Amadeus Chow, Mm -hmm. now has the Hulk's power. Um and he goes to hunt down Hawkeye and finds him just in this little diner. And when he when he approaches him, he sees Hawkeye is at a beaten man. Mm-hmm. And he 
hulks down and sits down with them and talks. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. you know Hawkeye wouldn't have fought him back. Yeah. At this he, point, it was like, hey, to me. Uh, I just, this sucks. <laughs> he just killed one of his best friends. Yeah, that's yeah. not something that you you come back, back from. from. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, so basically, the heroes are starting to fight over this. Um, And then the kid gets another vision of Miles Morales standing over Captain America with a spike through Cap's chest and his hands covered in blood, basically making it look like he just killed Captain America on the Lincoln Memorial steps. Well, if you're going to do it somewhere, that's a pretty cool place to do (laughs) it, to be fair. (laughs) Yeah. So Captain Marvel goes, well, why don't you come with us now? And Tony's like, whoa, he's done nothing wrong. He's not going to do this. You're not going to arrest him. And he goes, and she goes, this is just for everybody's protection. And even Cap goes, no, he's not going to do this. We know that he's not going to do this. Plus, yet. I could take him. <laughs> he, he has no reason to do this. And, like, Miles Morales is starting to freak out, and he pulls his mask up just below his eyes. And Captain America takes a knee with him. Oh, wow. And he looks at him and goes, I'm, I would never do this. And he goes, I know, son. Why do you have your mask up? I just, I needed to breathe. I need to breathe. I, I, it's asphyxiating. Yeah, and he yeah. goes, put your mask back down. The fact that you're Spider-Man is all of the knowledge that we need. Oh, he thought he was actually going to demask. Well, I think it's more of, you are a symbol now. And we oh, know, yeah. We okay. know that symbol is good. Yeah. Represent your symbol. Right. And so, Captain Marvel tries again to have the kid go with her and Tony jumps in the way and they all scamper to the winds. Uh, Thor goes to take her, take him home and he tells her, Hey, put me down. I, I've got to be alone for a little bit. And he ends up going to DC okay, to the Washington monument. All the cops show up because he's now wanted because of Miss Marvel. Right. Um, shield has the cops pulled back and Captain America shows up. And, oh. and he goes why are you here and he goes I don't know I just felt like I had to be here why to prove that it was wrong I, you could have stayed away though and proved yeah. that like even easier you could have went home and took a nap you were proving it wrong yeah but <laughs> him and Cap just sit there and talk and he's like okay well let's go we've proved it we've proved that it's wrong I'm not going to kill you and then somebody else goes <laughs> Captain Marvel shows up mm. oh and basically tries to take him away one more time. Tony Stark puts him in like this protective bubble that he can't break out of. Puts Miles Morales in it? Yeah, puts okay. Miles Morales in it that he can't break out of, but makes it to where Cap Marvel can't get him either. Right. And then the attack is on. And the fight is so bad that, because at this point, they're both, they're done with each other. Right. This is no the longer. The kitty gloves are off. It's yeah. time to go. Yeah. I mean, he's fighting her with a Hulk suit. Oh, really? He gets in the Hulkbuster? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And she hits him so hard that she throws him out the back of it. Wow. That's how the fight ends. The him getting si- punched out of armor? Him getting punched out of his armor. Wow. While Miles and Cap are trying to stop the fight. Mm-hmm. So, the series ends with him in a coma. With uh, Ironheart... As the new Iron Man? The new Iron Man, the mm-hmm. girl from MIT. Right. Uh, pretty much taking his place. Um, 
yeah, it, it ends kind of rough on, on a dark note, but in the same way that Civil War One did. In fact, there's a... I can't have a happy ending, man. Yeah, well, there, there's definitely a scene that was taken directly from Civil War One. Yeah, he showed me that. Um, It is where, in, in Civil War One, when Captain America was shot, you see a picture of... Tony Stark talking to him and being like, I never intended this. And by talking to him, I mean, he is, uh, Rogers is on a gurney dead. Yeah, Rogers is on a gurney. He's sitting in a chair holding his helmet. Mm-hmm. They recreated that shot, but with Captain America. Yeah, the and roles him, are completely flipped. Yeah, the roles flipped. And Captain uh, America looking at his helmet and talking to Tony. But Tony's alive. He's just in a coma, correct? Tony's alive, but okay. in a coma. It's and not he's quite on, as bad. <laughs> he's only alive because of whatever enhancements he put into his own body. But the same enhancements keep anybody else from being able to help him right now because nobody knows how to deal with his. So you're gonna have to wait for his these advancements to kind of evolve on their own. Yeah. Huh. Okay. That won't create an Ultron or anything. Oh no. <laughs> Within this stuff Tony Stark, never backfires ever once. Yeah. It makes um, makes it to where alcohol just turns to water. <laughs> <laughs> I could drink all the buzz. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, he the only big part Miles Morales had is he he did make everybody go to the the fight pretty much he's it. he's essentially what ended it but the vision was wrong yeah because cap didn't die Miles cap Morales didn't, didn't kill anybody right so. ulysses uh his powers grow so great that he starts seeing cosmic entities and they talk to him and be like it's time for you to join us because what you know or what you can do is so powerful that your power levels are with us are they over nine thousand? uh yeah <laughs> well he joins essentially the realm of the gods so, so yes. i would say yes <laughs> okay that's what happens to him huh yeah but he, he was wrong. He disintegrates in his bands. Okay. And yes, he is wrong. And that's something that Tony Stark, during before it finally came to a final head, mm-hmm. he had a meeting with all of the major people and went, this is what my results are saying, is that it can be influenced by personal biases that the kid may have. Right. And so while, yes, he's very accurate, there's still a margin of error that you aren't taking into account. And he's not seeing the whole future. If he, if he could see the whole future, he would have known that Rhodes would have died. Right. You know, so yeah. Well, he, no, Rhodes died because the future changed. Cause, oh, because they acted on it. Because they acted right. on it. Okay. Because the kid's vision was of Thanos attacking Earth. And right. so they preemptively striked Thanos, which caused him to be punched out the back of his suit. That's <laughs> how Rhodes died? Well, no, he got a hole blasted into his chest by a punch, but yes. Oh, okay. He, 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 he died with fisticuffs through his suit. As you do. Wow. All right, man. Well, that sounds interesting. It, it was an interesting read. Uh, Spider-Man currently just got done with uh, an interesting read. I, I advise anybody who's wanting to get into comics who has maybe heard of some of the uh, past clone things, if you're interested in the clone conspiracy stuff. If you get fed up with all... 90s comics, <laughs> jump back in. You well, can get more of it. It sounds like they're they, trying to fix they, it. They did it in a better way, I think, this time. They couldn't have done it worse. Yeah. That clone saga is horse shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, originally they were going to have Peter Parker be the clone. Because Ben Riley originally got good sales. So they're going to like, the whole time Ben Riley was the real Spider-Man. Right. And that got, people caught one of that like, you do it, we'll quit reading. Yeah. Fuck your face. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, we were just they, they actually bring that up in this new run. Oh, really? Yeah. God, could you imagine? So, all right. Well, uh, nerdly debate. Make it quick. Okay. We're writing, <laughs> we're writing an action movie about us. We're the stars of our own action movie. It's going to be the most boring action movie of all time. We get two superpowers. Okay. Um, One hero who's going to train us. Spider-Man! Okay. <laughs> uh, I was actually going to say 
Wolverine. Yeah, we'll see. Actually, One definitely has the, better survival skills. I never heard the whole question yet either, so. One hero to train us. One hero who will mistake us for a villain. Okay. Uh, one martial artist who is going to whoop our ass. I mean, let's let's be but real But that here. makes you stronger. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Uh, Does he have to be alive? No. Okay, Bruce Lee. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, I'm good at this. In time. Uh, two villains. One has to be a mastermind. One has to be the powerhouse of the of the two. Okay. Because I basically broke down every superhero movie ever. Just it now. sounds like it, yeah. Okay. So, what two powers are you going with? Um, mm, invulnerability. Okay. So, like, physical immunity. Like, I right. can take a bullet to the face. More than once. And, uh, I don't want to go too powerful. Super jumping. Okay. Like, the Hulk can jump over, like, buildings and shit. Or, that like, the I original just, Superman? Yeah. Where I can just get a run and go, and I can just belly flop people to death, and I'll be fine. <laughs> Also, somebody could use me as a baseball bat, and I, I would be okay. I'm going to be. I'm going to say invisibility. Okay. And the ability to shift through matter. So you can be the world's best pervert. Well, <laughs> I mean, like. I could. <laughs> I, I choose not to. Hopefully, that's. It sounds like the creeper special. That's all I'm saying. Thank, 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 thank you, Danny. It. You're welcome. <laughs> They work a little too well together to get into a woman's <laughs> locker room, you know? I, I was thinking more, somebody tries to fight me, they're just going to be swinging through my head instead of actually hitting me. I was thinking Bullets more will go through me. Basically, <laughs> I'm invulnerable. And you can see boobies. And I'm invisible. Oh, right. <laughs> so, you if, say so, man. if stealth doesn't work, you're not going to be able to physically harm me. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, you can't hurt me either, but I can't, you know, stalk people as easily. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Uh, hero to train you. Uh, for that, who's really good at getting the shit kicked out of him? Ben Riley. Nah, <laughs> too soon. Um, hmm. Batman's too mean. <laughs> you get slapped a lot with Batman. Oh, a whole bunch. But it wouldn't hurt me. Yeah. Hmm. You get the bat you, couldn't break me. <laughs> you get slapped and be like, "My parents are still alive." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have a bat another? He'll find a way to hurt you. Yeah, let's be honest. Psychologically, I don't want that shit. <laughs> I could jump away, but he has a grappling hook. Hmm. Wolverine's not bad, but he's also pretty damn grumpy. I think Wolverine is my my hero to train me. Too grumpy. Too grumpy, but like I said, survival skills. Like Professor X couldn't help me. I'm pretty much useless. Like I like I said, I'd make a great baseball bat for the Hulk. He could beat <laughs> people to death with me. You know, which would be great. Just the smile on my face. That, the whole that, time. That's your training. <laughs> I'm a superhero. Yeah, the Hulk. The Hulk. The Hulk will train me. <laughs> Just the whole time he's swinging me around, I'm like I'm a superhero. Uh, what hero mistakes you for a villain? Oh, man, who can only do physical harm? Oh, Wolverine. Okay. He finds me. What's he going to do? I'm going to say Daredevil for me. Okay. A person that even if I'm invisible, that doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah, that's cool. It'd be an interesting matchup. Because Wolverine, like, I smell someone with powers. And then he finds me, like, I got you. And I'm like, hey, I'm technically useless. All right? (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. Yeah. He stabs me anyways. I'm like, ah, it's nothing. Yeah, he, ow, ting, ow, ting, ow. (laughs) Three days of just ting, ow, ting, ow. (laughs) That's when he just starts kicking you in the nuts. You can be invulnerable, but I'm, I bet that's fleshy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it sounds like it hurts, but I feel nothing. Also, I can't have kids now, so that's cool. Uh, the martial artist that whoops on you. Well, Hulk doesn't count? No. You're talking real life. Yeah, real life martial artist. Uh, Tony, Tony Ja? Okay. Or Jackie Chan. Uh, see, I, I was thinking either young Jackie Chan mm-hmm. or, or uh, Jet Li. Yeah. I mean, I would go Bruce Lee, but... 
I, I feel like even his punches could hurt an invulnerable man. <laughs> you know, he he hits you with a half inch punch and sends you flying. It's that one inch punch sends me through a building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I thought he, the Hulk was. He's bad. the closest thing to real life anime we've ever had. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I was always a big fan of Tony Jaw. He's, well, he's good with the parkour and, like, getting places, so I feel like it could help my useless ass yeah. maybe accomplish something. Uh, yeah, Jet, Jet Li, I, I've liked him in just about every movie he's been in. Terrible actor, lots of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, when e- I was a either kid. Either him or uh, the guy from The Raid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, For those who haven't seen The Raid, amazing martial arts film. I watched that action. movie without... So Subtitles or being dubbed. I watched it not knowing a single word they said. Still enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great, right? <laughs> yeah. Except for the light bulb. Fuck that light bulb. That's not how light bulbs work. You cannot kill a man with a fluorescent light bulb like that. The glass would shatter. Okay. Uh, two villains. One mastermind and one powerhouse. Mastermind Green Goblin. Because at one point when he's ridden me off, like, that guy's useless. I'll jump onto his glider and at least try to tickle him. And then when he knocks me off, I'll just jump back up. <laughs> Three days of me just followed up like, hee I'd annoy him so much. That uh, he might kill himself. I don't know. Powerhouse, Red Hulk. It's per- it's the perfect tie-in. Uh, but he's not a villain. He, he has been. Uh, well, he got introduced as a villain. He got he got introduced as a villain, but then was immediately like, oh, by the way, this is... Uh... Eh, I still think it could count. Fine, Abomination. A Hulk-like one. So I'm like, well, I'm used to getting the shit kicked out of me. I love <laughs> it at this point. He just starts using you as a bat again. <laughs> You're like, welcome. It's a living. <laughs> Like, like the just, whole cartoon, just, my arms crossed. Just, yeah. just like five minutes of you getting beaten like a bat. <laughs> like one cell of the comic zooms in on you, your arms are crossed. You're like, it's a living. I love the idea. <laughs> yeah. so I've accomplished nothing into my journey of a superhero. I like that. Um, all right. Uh, I think that the mastermind for me would be the mastermind. Okay. The the, the Hulk villain. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because I, I like the super thinking ahead villains anyway. Yeah, but he was always kind of lame. Oh, yeah. I mean, completely <laughs> lame villain, but I yeah. can make him cool. I guess. Uh, it, it would either be him or Loki. Loki's more fun, at least. Lo- yeah. Now, him and the comic, like the old comics, pretty lame, but too. But if, if I'm throwing Loki into it, then I'm going to change the hero who mistakes me for a villain to Thor. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then the powerhouse... uh. I'm going to go with Venom. Okay. He's good now, too. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Hey, no. they, there you go. He's dead at the time, but whatever. <laughs> hey, we brought back martial artists. That's true. Actually, we <laughs> ended up with Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Uh, yeah, They're that's both true. still alive. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Jackie Chan is just more fun Jet Li. Yeah. That really love jumping off of things. Kind of like my character. <laughs> so I that, have to go with Jackie Chan. There we go. There, There's our... Bare bones movie, action movie about us. Now we the have to human do human baseball bat. <laughs> is write them. <laughs> what, what what would be mine? Not a perv, guys. I'm serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the man who could have looked at all the boobs but chose not to. Because moral high ground and shit. Yeah, it's still the like the, the cover art. Still the cover art from Porky's. Just <laughs> there's fingers over the hole instead of the eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's like except for that one time. But I swear, ladies, that was an accident. <laughs> I thought it was the men's room. <laughs> Coming uh, so, this summer. Coming the accidental pervert. This summer. You know? The accidental pervert. The superhero. Coming this summer. I'm not uh, Why Why'd I throw on the Pee Wee Herman I'm voice for sure. me? I'm not a pervert. I'm not a pervert, guys, I swear. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Coming this summer. Once was a man. 
once was a baseball bat. I, I would hope <laughs> that if a movie about me is ever made, whoever plays me, like, for the trailer just completely argues with the movie voiceover guy the entire time. This summer. It's it comes, coming out in the fall. Yeah, it comes out in autumn, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> kind of like the uh, Dr. Tran videos online. Sure. No, you don't know what Dr. Tran is? Okay, we're watching something after we're done recording. Okay, and hey, we're about done recording now because yeah, my so, name's Danny Mons. And Really? You're doing that again? Fuck you. No, your name is... Oh, Danny Mons. Your name is... Robert Foley. Motherfucker. I, I don't start the sign off, but... I'm really hungry. Goodbye, everyone. See ya. Well, that's it for another exciting episode of Then and Now. Uh, If you like this episode, make sure that you go to iTunes and rate and review us. Also, while you're exploring the interwebs, make sure that you go to thenandnowproductions.com where you'll find great shows like Hold My Beer. Danny, tell us about Hold My Beer real quick. It's It's a podcast where we talk about stuff. And that's it. So uh, make sure that you do that. If you get on uh, thenowproductions.com, hit the uh, contact link and let us know what you think.